about the state of Georgia. Obviously, yesterday, you know, the governor there, he um, certified the election for Joe Biden. It's about 12,000 votes. And what you see, will Georgia switch? Yeah, that's a total farce. Uh, Georgia's probably going to be the first state I'm going to blow up. And I'm going to pull the whole thing down. I'm going to bring the whole fucking diseased, corrupt temple down on your head. Uh, Mr. Kemp and the Secretary of State need to go with it because they're in on the Dominion scam with their last-minute purchase or award of a contract to Dominion of $100 million. The State Bureau of Investigation for Georgia ought to be looking into the financial benefits received by Mr. Kemp and and, uh, the Secretary of State's family about that time. I'm going to pull the whole thing down. I'm going to bring the whole fucking diseased, corrupt temple down on your head. And another benefit Dominion was created to award is what I would call election insurance. That's why Hugo Chavez had it created in the first place. But I also wonder where he got the technology, where it actually came from. Release the Kraken! Because I think it's hammer and scorecard. Release the Kraken! From the CIA. Release the Kraken. Just to clarify, you're saying that Governor Kemp, who's been a longtime ally of the president, is, a, is directly involved because of financial benefit in the conspiracy to defeat the president in Georgia? Release the Kraken. Yeah. We have certainly been told that there is evidence of that and it would warrant an investigation if anybody were actually going to do an honest investigation. What more could you tell us about that alleged conspiracy? Is the governor's involvement? I can't. Yeah, I can't give you any more details on that now, but it would certainly warrant an investigation. If it had been reported to me as a law enforcement officer, I would be investigating it steadfastly. You you know, I know you say you you want to do your arguing in court. You are an attorney. You're not a press secretary. But you all did have a press conference last week. Jordan Sekulow said that there's going to be a filing soon in Georgia that would be explosive. Can you tell us anything? Can you make some news with us here tonight? Tell us anything new that you're going to present in that filing in Georgia. Well, I'm, I, I can't say that yet, but hopefully this week we will we will get it ready to file. Sydney, what? And it, it will it will be biblical. I'm going to pull the whole thing down. I'm going to bring the whole fucking diseased, corrupt temple down on your head. It's got to be biblical. And it, it will it will be biblical. It's got to be biblical. Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. This is your host, Hurricane Ann, and I hope that you can hear me okay. I'm trying to have new speakers tonight. haven't called in yet. They both have really busy work schedules. Flying right now. I was hoping to get a uh, sound check with them before I went on the air, but if someone wants to text me and let me know how it sounds, I'd really appreciate it. So we'll be taking caller and number is 
800-845-9956. Again, that's 845-241-9956. And you're welcome to call in and talk about the upcoming storm that's fixing to hit America and the world. Now, as you know, I'm an Anon, and I've been telling everybody for a long time that the storm is coming. Now, I saw the QAnon t-shirt that said the storm is here, or the storm is coming, and it had this uh, face mask on, like a pandemic mask, and I only just noticed this year that it, it had that mask on it, like a pandemic, and that's really crazy, right? Well, anyway, there is this coming, it's a coming be a reckoning. Now listen what Lynn Wood said. Okay, wait, before we play this. You know how much hell it, and I guess a little bit because I need this one for children, so this is a PG thirteen. Uh we have been saying there's tank those and everybody's like, Oh you're a conspiracy theorist hurricane. Really? Well listen, I think there's a lot of things going on right now that people uh, are not going to recognize without the use of discernment. So they'll understand more than what just they see at first glance. Hmm. So the Supreme Court's being aligned. The Department of Defense was recently realigned by the president. Take a look at who he put in place, cyber terrorism and a terrorism expert. As I said, look at what he did in 2018 with the executive order to deal with foreign interference in our national elections. I think, listen, in a perfect world, uh, I'd like to see John Durham's report come out and people go to jail. I'd oh, like to please. see the truth told yes. about Jeffrey Epstein and Gillian Maxwell, and I'd like for a lot of people to go to jail. Yes. I'd like to see what's on Hunter Biden's laptop. I'd like to see those people go to jail. Yes. I'd like to see what's on on Anthony Weiner's laptop, I'd like to see a lot of people go to jail. And then when we get to the final phase of the election fraud, I'd like to see a lot more people go to jail. The one thing I will say, there'll be an intermingling. There'll be people going to jail, I believe, who are involved in all of those or some of those same uh, investigations. So there is potentially a great awakening. The truth has to come out. Yes. I believe it will. I, I, I do not think that you can hide the truth. I do say it, and I believe it. Every lie will be revealed. This country is going to be shocked when it learns the truth about who's been occupying the Oval Office for some periods of years. They're going to be shocked at the level of pedophilia. They're going to be shocked at what I believe will be a revelation in terms of people who actually engage in satanic worship. Wow. Pedophilia. Just like we've been seeing this whole time. And uh, if anybody wants to call in, it's 845-241-9946. But he's watching the uh, episode from the other night, I think. <laughs> uh, is anybody out there? Hello, Victoria. Just to be calling in. Not supposed to be leaving me here. Okay, so I wake up this morning and everybody's like, oh, Sydney Powell's not uh, Trump fired her. She, they're not working together anymore. No, that's not what happened. Okay, so it they came out 
said, didn't we the people? She's filing lawsuits, okay? She's bringing this to the public where she's representing us. And I need to go find her uh, PayPal because my husband and I actually donated to her today because she is our lawyer. She is representing us. So we want to begin for our lawyer. Let's see where it's at. It is... For it, FendingTheRepublic.org. That's FendingTheRepublic.org, and that's Sydney Powell's page where you can donate to help her represent you against the fraud of our country. Also, you've got a pen and paper to write this down Wolfpack Radio, P A Q for PAC. You don't put PACA because like a million of them, so Wolfpack P A Q Radio. On YouTube is my video channel, and um, I put a video out today. I have a it's called "It's a Hidden, Hidden in Plain Sight" series, and it's named "The Horn God and the Ark of Ball Secret Societies." And their use of symbolism and ritual rituals, and it's a very telling one that not many people have ever put on the story. Anyone, I don't think, from my perspective. So, uh, if you get a chance to go over to Wolfpack Radio, check it out. Another thing that I promised uh, one of my people on Twitter that I would share the website is in the matrix. In the matrix spell M T R I X X. So it says three X's. And that's one of my favorite shows. And they were been purged. And now they're on redstatetalkradio.com. And again, that's redstatetalkradio.com. And I do not know where my co-hosts are. I've never been on the air by myself ever. So I'm actually have a major anxiety right now. Okay. This is the first time that I've ever done this. This is like my nightmare is to be on the air. I don't even know if the microphone is working. I've had a lot of trouble with my studio. But I'll go ahead and tell you some of the um, news that I've heard today. One of the points is going around from a pretty good source. I actually had him scheduled for the show, and I had to cancel twice because my uncle passed away and my grandbaby got sick. And now he's so famous. I don't even know if he had time to come on the show now because he's pretty famous. But at that time, he wasn't all that famous. So uh, he says the city director is a military lawyer and is the only one who brought treason at a tribunal. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but let's hope it is because that would be really awesome. Monkey Works US, and so you can find him on uh, YouTube at Monkey W-E-R-X-U-S, uh, and he's been watching all these uh, planes. He's a plane fag, and he's the best. And he's we have a Texan, and he uh, been watching all this uh, traffic going. On, and it looks like there's a lot of activity, and I'm on kind of on the fence right now about bar. I really what's going on with bar because I was a bar and kind of sour. A little bit, but if you watch him, you see that um, you watch Monkey Work US. He shows you what it looks like they're going to black ops facilities. He thinks that they're arresting people and taking them to these facilities and waterboarding and getting information. And these are holding prisons or holding jails for Gitmo or for trial, I guess. I don't know. It's really interesting. The traffic last week, one day, there was like 
1,100 aircraft, uh, military aircraft in the air. The next day there was 1,200. The next day there was 1,300. Now, a week there hasn't been that kind of activity, but I think it was Tuesday, Thursday around there. There was so much activity and lots and lots and lots of activity going to Gitmo. And troops being moved around, restations, there's definitely something going down. And it's really interesting watching all these different tanks uh, uh, going to these black places. I mean, who are they arresting? What's going on? <laughs> there were some rumors going on about George Soros being arrested, but Monkey said that he had through all the uh, websites that he had that he had access to show who had been arrested, and said that he doesn't show up any of them. He doesn't. Uh, he said Epstein was arrested. It showed up when uh, Maxwell was arrested. It showed up. So I don't know. But now we don't have any proof that George Soros was arrested. So we just have to go with that. Uh, boy, I can't believe that was just explosive. Now, a city passed you on the intro. She's just going off telling people about this uh, scorecard and hammer, hammer scorecard about Georgia. Uh, governor being in on all this and probably getting some money. And is he a Republican? I was thinking he's a Republican. Uh, crazy. They're just all crooked. I mean, Republicans, Democrats, I see that as I start looking at these politicians, I trust they're pretty much the same. They know it's all straight GOP because we wanted Trump to have that uh, red Senate and that red House, so we needed that. But we're going to go to these rhinos, these President, and we're going to have to make sure that they are promptly give me a sound check oh I just got one it says my mic is breaking up okay hang one second I'm going to go ahead and play and then I'm going to call it on my phone at its finest. We have an army of digital soldiers.
Okay, so we're back. And for some reason, I'm picking up the show. Hang on a second. I'm having the worst technical problems ever. So um, every bit of my nightmares have come true on this show. I, I went on by myself. My audio didn't work. <laughs> technical problems, but I believe that Gunny is on now. Hang on a second. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> hey, Gunny. Oh, I, I apologize for that. The time got away from me. Uh, we just put our second crew back on for one of our biggest clients, and everybody's going back on 40 hours, and it's just been a little crazy for me getting all this back together. Uh, and Yeah, I explained to him that you, you and Victoria both have a hectic work schedule right now, so trying to squeeze the show in. So I figured y'all would be calling in as soon as you guys as soon as you could, but I was still like, get the hell on here. <laughs> so did you get to hear any of the show yet? You probably missed it all, huh? Uh I no, I I haven't caught any of it up to this point. I apologize for that. Like I said, time got completely away from me. I uh put together a really cool intro where it had the uh uh, cracking all mixed in with Sydney talking, and uh, uh, it's going to be biblical stuff from that one show. So that <laughs> was great. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and yeah. play this real quick one about Lynn Woods because oh, well, I was telling this is what you missed. I was telling everybody, like, look, I've been telling everybody for a long time that there was a storm coming. And then we started talking about pedos and satanic pedos, and everybody's like, oh, look at those QAnons. They're a bunch of weirdos. They're so conspiracy theorists, you know? And now listen to what Glenwood says about the satanic pedos in the White House. Now that's a pretty, uh, a pretty good source, wouldn't you say? Uh, and so yes, after Glenn seeing Wood this, so many, yeah, Glenn and Wood after is so a very, many, very good source. Yes, after seeing this, so many people on Twitter were they didn't believe in QAnon after today too. <laughs> so listen to this. I think there's a lot of things going on right now that people uh, are not going to recognize without the use of discernment. So they'll understand more than what just they see at first glance. Mm. So the Supreme Court's being aligned. The Department of Defense was recently realigned by the president. Take a look at who he put in place, cyber terrorism and a terrorism expert. As I said, look at what he did in 2018 with the executive order to deal with foreign interference in our national elections. I think, listen, in a perfect world, uh, I'd like to see John Durham's report come out and people go to jail. I'd like to see the truth told about Jeffrey Epstein and Gillian Maxwell, and I'd like for a lot of people to go to jail. Yes. I'd like to see what's on Hunter Biden's laptop. I'd like to see those people go to jail. Yes. I'd like to see what's on... Uh, on Anthony Weiner's laptop, I'd like to see a lot of people go to jail. And then when we get to the final phase of the election fraud, I'd like to see a lot more people go to jail. The one thing I will say, there'll be an intermingling. There'll be people going to jail, I believe, who are involved in all of those or some of those same uh, investigations. So there is potentially a great awakening. The truth has to come out. Yes. I believe it will. I, I, I do not think that you can hide the truth. I do say it, and I believe it. Every lie will be revealed. This country is going to be shocked when it learns the truth about who's been occupying the Oval Office for some periods of years. They're going to be shocked at the level of pedophilia. They're going to be shocked 
at what I believe will be a revelation in terms of people who actually engage in satanic worship. Wow. And I'll tell you what, you hit the nail on the head. But there is so much more going on behind the scenes that uh, people have no idea of what it is. Because if y'all remember, President Trump uh, called Biden a national security risk. Okay, when he designated him as national security risk, that triggers all kinds of auto uh, auto mechanisms. Okay, and you have a whole lot going on right now. And of course, you're not going to get any truth from the media. Fox has gone completely uh, left wing. People, uh, you have to realize our president is standing pretty much alone right now. He's got a handful that support him, but Republican Democrats alike want to see everything goes back to business as normal, lining their pockets out of our back pockets, selling us to whatever country's the highest bidder at the time. Uh, and of course, uh, Hurricane's done some wonderful research on China and some great shows uh, uh, in regards to that. And Joe Biden is completely owned by China. Along with the Clintons and uh, actually most of our Congress and Senate. Uh, I mean, uh, of course, you heard uh, uh, Mr. Wood speaking of uh, the Great Awakening that's happening. I'm telling you right now, America is awake. And there is, I I honestly believe in all my heart that they're not going to get away with this. We have seized the uh, servers. They were tucked away in CIA safe houses. Uh, our intelligence agency can't be trusted. Uh, the FBI certainly can't be trusted. And I think, and I've said this for a while, and I've caught all kinds of flack about it. I honestly believe that uh, uh, Barr, our attorney general, has gone, has always been deep state. Uh, there's nothing going to come of the Durham investigation. But don't lose hope, people, because we have the military. Uh, one of the mechanisms that got triggered uh, when, with the designation was we have our SMU units uh, working, <coughs> or smooth, as they're called, and stuff like that. And uh, they're out there operating. They're gathering evidence. There's people uh, being uh, arrested as we speak, uh, and uh, I mean it's a very precarious point right now. Okay, uh, we're not uh, we're fighting against such great odds. Not that we don't have truth or evidence on our side, but as Hurricane has pointed out in a lot of her show and story. The whole system is so system systemically corrupted that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's just a full uphill battle, and we can't relent, we can't budge an inch, and we need to stay on our knees and pray for this country and our president every night. 
Uh, sorry about that hurricane. I got a little long winded there. No, that's okay. I, I that's what you're here for. <laughs> you're just probably not used to. You're probably not used to not getting cut cut in all the time by Virgil. <laughs> His <co-host. laughs> Um Sorry, it's true. <laughs> I, actually, I was thinking while you were talking, I was like, it's probably good me and Jenny been hanging out because I, it seems like I've calmed you down some. I guess uh, some of the sources where I get my intel from that I shared with you seem like it's calmed you down a lot, huh? Uh, well, yes, it has. I mean, and, you know, we've got to realize, you know, uh, there's a lot of people calling for this or that, or, you know, uh, armed insurrection. And uh, personally, I hope it doesn't come to that because I've personally witnessed the results <coughs> of that kind of stuff in uh, for lack of a better word, less than desirable places uh, all over the world, and it's nothing pretty. But uh, and and I don't mean to sound like way out there, but anybody who's been tracking or following any of this, this is it. We've hit the pinnacle, the apex of uh, the battle of whatever you want to call it, good and evil, dark and light, whatever your preference is on that. And uh, uh, we cannot uh, we cannot allow this to happen and everybody will call ourselves uh, free men and women again. And I think that's where we're at. And uh, I pray every day for uh, 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 God's... Uh, hand of uh, divine intervention in this and uh, like I said the evidence the truth is on our side but the evil we're fighting is so uh, uh, huge uh, monstrous uh, whatever uh, you'd like to use there uh, to fill that in it's just uh, it's just staggering when you sit there and you've watched and you've done the research and uh Followed what's been going on for years and years, as uh, Ann and I have, and uh, sometimes it does get a little disheartening because it almost seems like it's uh, uh, insurmountable. But we're gonna keep fighting. We're gonna keep putting the truth out there. We're gonna keep praying, and uh, if worse comes to worse, uh, I will die on my feet and on my knees. In a, in a in a pile of brass, getting in a pile of brass. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You know, I was thinking. I, I mean, I don't mean to change subject, but I'm. You know, I have ADD, so that happens sometimes. But for you listeners that listen to our last show, or maybe not the last show, it might have been the one before that. I'm not sure. But recently, uh, Gunny and I were on the uh, show doing a show, and we get a caller, and I'm like, it was Karate Man. I was like, it's Lee. It's Lee. From the militia, and so it was Gunny and Lee and myself on the on the show. Well, I had a thing in like a long time ago, like six or seven years ago. It seems like at least that long. I was out camping in the doing militia in the middle of a field and below in the middle of nowhere in Texas. I mean, absolutely freaking in the middle of nowhere, and it was below freezing. My daughter, she was like nine or ten at the time, I think maybe nine, and we were out, yeah, she's about nine. We were out there camping, and we were with our militia, and uh, everybody, to be honest with you, they were all kind of struggling, but uh, my little alley cat and I, we had it going on because I teach survival, 
I had everything set up. It was all smooth. I had all this primitive survival stuff set up. I was cooking hot chocolate and chilling while everybody else was kind of suffering. And this other militia come rolling in and then started watching us. And I was having some trouble with some of my drills. I took the time to uh, teach us. And then that's when I met Russell and my karate man and just fell in love with both of them. And isn't it strange how all these years later, now here we are. 2020, the end of 2020, on a radio show worldwide together with Three Musketeers. <laughs> That's pretty badass, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. You know, and uh, uh, I was looking at some of the pictures and stuff from back then and stuff. And, and uh, uh, you see a picture of Allie now, and then uh, I've got, you know, pictures and stuff of her running around, her little Daniel Moon, coonskin calf and stuff. And you go, wow, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's been a while. It has been a while. And, uh, you know, just uh, And we weren't just any on, kind uh, of friends. We, we really bonded. And after that, we started coming up there. So, like, militia would usually meet, like, every two weeks, right? But not us. Right. Not us three. We would come meet every single week. And we were driving for hours and hours to get here. You know, this was not to just drive down the road. This was a long way for each person. And we didn't miss a day. We were there every week doing uh, – and we started clearing houses. And we were at one hell of a fire squad, weren't we? Damn, oh, yeah. we were tight. Oh, yeah. We were, we were stuff. And uh, talking about that first <clears throat> training day when uh, you and I met, uh, uh, the Ann was one of the most voted people out was one of the most motivated people out there. <clears throat> and at the end of the day and stuff like that, uh, uh, I, she had said something about my embrace the suck patch and uh like i said she worked her butt off that day saw great improvements so i walked over and uh gave you that patch remember that yes my embrace the suck when i gave you a big kiss right on the cheek i was in love <laughs> it's my favorite patch i saw that patch as a matter of fact uh it's right over here on my hat actually just right here behind me so uh and i actually have two or three of them now because it's still my favorite but um yeah, and then the, that night we did that night with the first night out wrestle night did together. Oh my gosh, we had so much fun. We had like a, like three different teams, and one of the other militias had rode in. Well, wrestle and I were low crawling and underneath the bush, and we got right up grill spine on them. Well, then we went out and did another uh, little jog. We were going down this road uh, in between the there's a road and a ditch, well, not even a ditch, just a flat little piece of grass and a, a fence, and then the the opposing side was right there on the other side of the fence. And all of a sudden, this giant dealing truck came out of nowhere. And uh, we started running, running, running. We just hit the ground. And, I mean, we were right we were right over, like, this little bridge thing, weren't we? Like a little cattle right. uh, cattle guard cattle bridge, guard. right? Yeah. Oh, my God. And that truck drove by so close. I swear my hair was just blowing up. And it's like my whole body was vibrating from that. Uh, that was like the... Better than any drug, though. <laughs> Such a good. We almost died, but it was so good. And they never even saw us, right? We were, and we weren't even no, in. We just, yeah, we there was nothing to hide. Right. It was grass. Yeah. We uh, we ended up slipping right near their command post under their noses. Yeah, that's so, a good idea. I got a question. I I got a question I wanted to ask you. Uh, I've been kind of following this stuff like that and <clears throat> do you think there's really a split between uh uh Sydney and uh Trump or is this just more no. tactical? 
No. Because she's representing us, okay? She's representing we the people. And she doesn't work for Trump. She's doing a lawsuit while he's, he's having to go to court, uh, you know, with the Supreme Court, do all his stuff. And she's suing these uh, these places. So she's getting this information where we can get it brought off that. She's representing us. I believe that too. Uh, wholeheartedly. And so I, she's and, taking uh, donations. And uh, I, before you got on, I had just shared it. It's defendingtherepublic.org. And that's her uh, her site, the the legal one, not a scam one. And I, I like I said, my husband and I don't need to put today because you need to pay your lawyer because she's your lawyer. She's defending you, so y'all need to pitch in yeah. and pay your lawyer because she's doing yes, it all on her own. So I could they're basically that bypassing it, doing it this way, you know, getting us to the information right. right. And she can get us stuff that other people, you know, we, we wouldn't have got right. Oh, most definitely. I tell you what, she is one of the most apparent women uh, in D.C. as far as the deep state goes. And when she steps out and makes a statement that we have the evidence that will prove that Trump won in the landslide, I don't remember exactly what the numbers were, Ann, but I thought you said something like 410 to 132. Uh, electoral votes, uh, something like that. And uh, I mean, uh, you know, and as just to reiterate a little bit what I was saying earlier, is that uh, uh, these people are doing everything humanly possible to force this to a head. As a matter of fact, I had some stuff sent to me today about uh, they've, uh, the deep state, Democrats, uh, socialists, whatever you want to call them, the anti-America group there, uh, they released their brown shirts. And uh, I've seen several flyers and uh, <coughs> several uh, Twitter posts and stuff like that uh, where they said that if Trump doesn't concede by Saturday that uh, – they're going to uh, start shutting down roads uh, in conservative towns, cities, areas, and anybody uh, to keep them from going to work, grocery store, anything, and that they will be armed. And if anybody tries to get to them, they will use violence and force. So, uh, you know, at this point, it appears now. I haven't had time to make sure all of these are legit. So, you know, everybody, you know. Uh, back off that uh, nut there about one and a half turns or something like that. But, you know, if you follow what is happening, uh, if you're a history buff, and I tend to be one, uh, it's one of my favorite things and stuff. Uh, what happened from 1935 to 1935 to 1940 uh, Germany, this is just about verbatim of what happened there. And the releasing of the brown shirts now to intimidate and harass and attempt to uh, uh, force uh, a change uh, is is just par for the course, basically speaking. And I don't know, do you see that, Ann, or is that just me getting wrapped up in history? No, I agree. You know, and, and 
Well, you said about Sidney Powell. She she is the the, the portal to the Kraken because I believe General Flynn is the Kraken. Okay, but she's the portal <laughs> of the Kraken, right? But uh, you know, she I don't know if you noticed that she exposed the CIA on calls to Bernie and AOC with hundreds of others in a call on how to sabotage. So oh yeah, that's huge. You know, cool. she's like. They're going to go crazy. They're definitely going to go psycho. And, you know, we've been talking about their agents in there. And I've been trying to tell everybody that there's a lot more people than just what you see on the Antifa. Because I explained on our last show that they have uh, they have people up on the northern border, the, the China. They've got Trudeau threatening to come in. They've got all the media saying that Trump's not the president, that he just refuses to concede. You know, Joe Biden fighting for his transition team. And we've got. Uh, hostiles on the southern border, but inside we have millions of infiltrators. There are sleepers all over this country, and so when they when they announce that Trump is the president, the first thing that they're going to do is blackout. Okay, they're going to blackout. They're going to blackout the media. They're going to blackout everything that they do not want us sharing information. That's what the presidential alert is for on our phones. But that's the first thing they're going to do is try to stop us from being able to communicate. Now, that's probably why I was thinking about militia a while ago because when that happens, I'm heading straight out to the country, and I'm going to go be oh, a yeah. militia. Well, I'm not going to be and, here. And look, you know, and that's a very, very good point you brought up there because, uh, uh, you know, like I said, uh, this is the last thing we want to see happen in our country. Uh that's why I say just <clears throat> you prayer warriors, stay on your knees and keep praying for divine intervention. Uh, I'm, I have no doubt in my mind that's how President Trump ended up our president. Uh, God has given us an opportunity to make this right, and, uh, and, and it's very important that we follow through on this because uh, if we do not, our country ends. And as Anne was saying, they're trying to keep all this quiet. They're like uh, calling anybody supporting this, uh, uh, treasonous traitors, uh, the whole nine, uh, you know, the whole nine yards kind of media tactic for these people. But the key thing that Anne brought up long ago that I think people need to remember and think about. Remember when Obama was in office and he said that they needed a civilian army as well armed as the military, uh, basically uh, creating uh, their brown shirt, so to speak, which turned out to be uh, Antifa and BLM. And I'm telling you right now, people, uh, what you've seen from those people are not what they have. Or, or let me rephrase that. It's not what they're going to bring out. They have some very, very good people, highly trained mercenaries. And remember all the billions of rounds of ammunition and all the arms that were bought for all these uh, uh, agencies that really had no need for them. Uh, you know, IRS, uh, you know, amount of ammunition was bought for them. Uh, I mean, just, uh, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank right now, but some of the minor agencies and stuff like that, uh, 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 EPA, um, ammunition, arms that were fit there, all this stuff 
and wound up in cases in these Democrat held cities, uh, San Francisco, Oregon. Uh, you know, like uh, Ann said a while ago, it is confirmed that we have troops on uh, our northern border. Uh, the numbers I hear are 17,000. Uh, but remember now, the American media pushed by the rest of the world because it's just not the Democrats. You have China in this. Uh, you have uh, uh, European Union uh, because President Trump came into office and put the American people first. That is you and I. He goes, no, you're not robbing us anymore. Uh, uh, get your hands out of our back pockets. We will be fair, but you're not going to take advantage of us anymore. So what's going to happen when this comes out and the evidence is proven to be correct and Trump is named president, what's the first thing that's going to happen? The Democrats are going to holler uh, for the U.N. Uh, the U.N. is basically China, and they're sitting at the borders, and they're going to come roaming up in here. And what I'm hearing is going to be uh, uh, pretty much uh, like the war 1812 or whatever. They're going to come right on down through the Ohio Valley and stuff. Uh and you can believe that whether you want to or not. Uh, uh, I can't, you know, I can't give sources out on that uh, because uh, uh, I'm not going to jail for uh, classified information. But people, this is a very real threat. And I'm just saying this so that y'all are aware of it. It's something you need to keep in the back of your mind. Uh, because if this plan of theirs does come to fruition, either way it's going to turn out bad at this point. We've reached that apex to where there is no middle ground. We're either going to live as free people or be subjugated to the New World Order. Uh, if you've listened to anything that uh, Biden and Harris have been uh, saying, uh, you know, they're already talking gun buybacks. And, uh, they're going back into the uh, Paris Accord and uh, the Iran deal. And uh, John Brennan, I guess, uh, our communist uh, CIA head there under Obama. And nobody has yet to explain to me how a uh, proclaimed and confirm communists could run our intelligence agency. Uh, that that still leaves me at a loss. But he's saying that Biden needs to fix the Middle East. What is there to fix? There has never been war peace in the Middle East than there is right now. They don't want it. That's what they mean uh, by fixing I, it. They mean break it. They don't want it fixed, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, how many countries do we have, like, four or five Arab countries that are <clears throat> I reached an agreement with uh, Israel right. as far as that. And President Trump was right along, and you can hate, uh, oh, help me, and what was uh, his son, son-in-law's name? He said to handle that. Not coaching. Uh, 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 are you talking about President Trump's? Yeah, his son-in-law. Uh, son-in-law. 
that he sent there to uh, work on. Jared, yes, thank you. Uh, Same as mine. Mine's Jared also. So. Yeah, I mean, the man did an absolute outstanding job. And it, it goes right back to who Trump is. <clears throat> and what's the one thing that all people can agree on? Mutual prosperity. All right? And that takes away, that does more good than people will ever want to admit. So there's nothing to fix there. We're fixing to draw down 2,500 troops. Uh, and, of course, you know, that's why Fespi uh, isn't there anymore as uh, uh, chairman of the uh, uh, Department of Defense. You know, he was a deep stater. Uh, the guy we had. Uh, you know, speaking of that, I was reading this one tweet. He says, "Let's be clear. Trump hasn't left the. This was a few days ago. Trump hasn't left the White House in over a week. He changed all his military heads. He made special officers to his own branch. He seized the CIA service in Germany without them knowing. So, you know, he's he's got stuff going on. And even though they have this plan, you know, Trump also has a plan. I mean, look at the uh, stuff that Monkey showed this the last week on the." Uh, drop pickups and drops to go to these black ops sites where they're probably waterboarding people, and that's a lot of trips. So that's a lot of people. It's a lot of people that are holding, and those are holding jails, right? And so something is going on. Something. I I don't know what's going on with going back to bar. I just don't know. You know, he could just be doing all. You know, there is it looks like a lot of arrests have been made, but you know, I don't know. I don't know if that one guy we were listening to today is a really good. Source and he's saying that you know Barr's not going to do anything, but what we do know is that we're seeing these military activity that appears to be arrests being made and people taken to holding, right? And so, right. Uh, well, so obviously we have now. Cuba told us there's going to be special ops that all this is going to go down whenever the national force, uh, na- the national guard is out. We've got national guards out now, right? And uh, right. I was uh, I, actually I made a clip. Hang on one second. Let me see if I downloaded it. I might not have. Okay. Well, while you're looking for that, uh, and what people don't understand, uh, when he went our president, well, I guess perhaps it was Miller. And you've got to understand, uh, this guy Miller, who's now uh, uh, head of the uh, Department of Defense, he's an authentic operator of the highest kind. He's American and he stands on his oath and has stood on it and uh, uh, that should arrive everybody's cage there because uh, he will get it done and you see he keeps wanting to hear and I get that way myself too and and can tell you this I just get to the point where I'm walking around throwing stuff at the TV you know you know arrest somebody you know but we've got to understand that this is already beginning to happen, okay? And this is not going to be, and people say, well, you know, it's going to be tied up in court for 10, 20 years, and they're going to have all these high-dollar lawyers. <coughs> well, let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to get this other call real quick, quick. Okay. We, okay? we got a call coming in. That's what I was, uh, I was actually, uh, the, the recording was a Miller, but it, I'm talking about the special officer going to be reporting directly to him, but it won't download for some reason. Hang on. 
Hello. Welcome to Wolfpack Radio. Is Victoria. This is Victoria. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Victoria. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to let Russell finish. Go ahead, Russell. Oh, so what I'm saying is, uh, hello, Victoria. Uh, glad to see you. Uh, well, here you are, yes, actually. But uh, this is going to come down to, we're talking treason of the highest kind here. This is not going to go to civil court. This is not going not to go to criminal court. This we go to military tribunals. And the rules there are quite different. And uh, the money, the power these people have or once had uh, will not do them a lick of good under these circumstances. And uh, it's easy to get discouraged, but I'm telling you, please don't. Uh, <clears throat> prayer warriors, pray, stay on your knees. Uh, you know, we need God to help us get through this, to be victorious in this, because we already know victorious through him but what I'm saying is don't give up hope pray warriors pray uh, the rest of you guys you know what you need to do stay calm and I promise you if need be our orders to roll will come directly from our president alright I'm done hello Victoria how are you this evening Victoria. hey Russell <laughs> I'm good tonight how are you guys Great, yeah, great. Not really. I mean, I've awesome. I took this deep sleep today. I was so exhausted because I was up all night getting my video out. I don't know if y'all had a chance to watch it, but it's for you listeners that just tuned in. It's on Wolfpack PAQ Radio on YouTube, and it's uh, the Horn Beast and the Archibald. And it, anyways, half it of it awesome. I downloaded last night. Thank you. So I already had like twenty viewers, and I had to delete it and re- redo it. So. I didn't get it out till this morning, but yeah, I'm glad y'all liked it. So if y'all get a chance to go check that out, it's about exposing secret societies. But I was so tired, I fell asleep and took a nap, which I never sleep during the day, so it's very strange. And I, when I woke up, I had those dark curtains, and I looked at the clock, and it's 5 o'clock, and I had like spit rolling down my face. And I thought it was 5 in the morning, and I thought I had uh, overslept on the show, and I was like, oh, my God, I've slept past the show. <laughs> I was freaking out. <laughs> so it was kind of funny, you know. But uh, anyway, so but besides that, I'm great. <laughs> so uh, we have a lot of stuff going on. You got any uh, uh, thing you want to pitch in on what's going on, Victoria? Um, from what you guys were saying and what I heard at the when I um, first called in, uh, I believe Russell has some good advice for people. Um, you have to be aware of what's going on, and. You know, uh, you got to be on your knees at all times, and uh, uh, I'm still, you know, uh, believing in the Constitution that it will uh, be uh, the end all in this, and we will prevail. The law will prevail because we are a country of law and order, and... um, we do have, as we the people, inalienable rights and our law and our um, intelligence, our, our, our individual intelligence and our individual actions um, are what is going to get us through this. And the Lord's going to get us through this. 
um, what we do and say and what how we talk to people is going to get us through this. Uh, the things that we, um, you know, accomplish right now, um, taking those steps, uh, filling out those petitions, doing those things that need to be done to take care of business uh, right now to get um, these petitions for recalls, like for Gavin Newsom in, in my home state, these things have to be done. We cannot lose hope. We cannot lose sight of the prize here, which is our freedom. We cannot lose that. And um, we have to get out and do those things. I personally am not listening to a thing my governor says because he's an idiot. And so <laughs> I personally am going to have my Thanksgiving dinner with my family. We're going to sing. We're going to dance. We're going to do whatever we have, you know, wh- whatever we can do to have Texas, a good time. Now you are, now you are in Arizona with this, your uh, husband's family. Yeah, but I'm in Arizona. Eventually. And I've been telling my friends back home, you enjoy your family because we don't know how long we have with what they're going to do. They may unleash another pandemic on us. You know, we don't know. So we're going to continue to do what we do as Americans and live our lives to the fullest. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what every American should be doing now. Uh, They do not Mm -hmm. have the right to tell you whether you go to church or not. And if we all stand together, uh, if we all stand together, they can't arrest all of us. Uh, You have a lot more constitutional sheriffs coming out and saying, uh, you know what, we're not going to force this this crud. Uh, It's unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. You have a right to. The American people are starting to... And and it's a wonderful thing to watch from my perspective and probably from Anne's also and probably from yourself, Victoria, because we have been preaching for so long what is coming and what is happening. And to see this great awakening happening of all people. And President Trump has done more to unify America than probably any president before him. He's had more, exactly. and I hate, I, I hate using these terms, but that's still how we do it now. Uh, he had more of the black vote than any president, uh, Latino vote. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Florida loves him. The uh, Cuban uh, uh, population down there loves him. Shoot, I mean, you're even seeing California stand up and protest. Say, you know, the good guys yeah. say, no, we're not going to do this. You have no right to chain us down. Uh, so, you know, uh, uh, you know, not literally speaking, but uh, as to what's happening. And to see all this happening after all this work and stuff and to think that, you know, uh, we, you know, and uh, myself, you, Victoria, and others who have been preaching this for so long to actually see right. it begin to flourish and turn into a true movement is uh, really heartening. 
Yes, it is. And as I told a friend of mine earlier today, she asked me, she she texted me and she said, what are we going to expect now that Biden is the president? And I oh my God. back and I just kind of laughed and I said, honey, <laughs> he is not the president. <laughs> he he is not the president. The Electoral College has not said anything about him being president. But I can see why, because a couple of times that I've accidentally, uh, maybe, you know, maybe someone I'm listening to on YouTube might have a little clip of the news or something in their video. That's about <laughs> the only way I've been exposed to their propaganda. And But the few times that I have got through to my little private world, uh, I do see where they're saying, uh, like tonight, uh, my roommate turned on, I don't know even know how it came on because we don't have cable, but the local news for the first time in probably two years was on the TV. And I walked by and the girl was sitting there for the local news saying, President Trump refuses to uh, yeah, uh, President-elect Joe Biden, and I was like, God, turn that crap mm-hmm. off, you know? It's like, God, they are acting like he's the president, you know? Uh, but now, one thing I did want to um, – hate to get off subject a little bit, but uh, I did see where they're saying that Dominion voting system patents were given to China Bank HSBCS collateral in 2019 – they're saying that this Chinese bank, HB, HSBC, received ownership of patents to intellectual property oh of elections, God. ballots, systems, cyber, and internet internet capacities. Patent agreement, down, pointing, backhand, And I would think wow. of that. <laughs> That's well, huge, right? You know, that, well, you know, that... Yeah. That is a huge thing that finally has come out and stuff like that. But uh, that should really come as no surprise uh, to anyone. (laughs) We know that the Democrats in China, uh, the U.N., and whoever else have had four years to work on this, okay? And uh, uh, Mm -hmm. we know the same machine have been used to alter results uh, uh, in uh, China, uh, in Venezuela, and there's a couple other countries. Uh, They even had the sworn testimony of one of the uh, IT people that built this. I forget the lady's name now. Uh, But, I mean, uh, this is what, this is the flaws of technology. Uh, And I mean, they are so, the media, uh, big tech, and when I say big tech, uh, uh, social media, uh, you know, when I say big tech, I'm talking about Google and stuff like that. Now, I do not know because I don't have one of those boxes in my house, and I would never allow one to be in my house, but uh, 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 these Alexa things and serious things and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I've had several people tell me that if you uh, ask who the president of the United States is, they will say that it's Kamala Harris. Now, like I said, I don't know if that's get, true. I would shoot it. I would throw it in my yard, and I would shoot it with my AR. <laughs> I just happen to have right here along with my 380, my 22, my 357, and my Glock, which is all sitting right here in my room beside me, and plus some more rifles. Okay, that's not all. 
Oh my God, I'm not even. I'm ready for the war. As soon as this crap hits, as soon as they turn this media off, I'm taking my my new Kevlar. I got new Kevlar plates because I sold my last plates for Ruger. Got my new Kevlar plates and some new Kevlar gloves. I'm gonna throw on my uh, bulletproof vest and my Kevlar helmet and grab my Bofang and see if anybody's online and (laughs) rock and roll, baby. Now listen, there's something else that we need to cover before we run out of time. It's important information that the Third Circuit Court of Appeals granted the Trump campaign's request for an expedited review of lower court's decision to dismiss a lawsuit over voting in Pennsylvania. This is really big. Uh, It says that the appeal comes after U.S. District Court Judge Matthew Brand in Pennsylvania threw out the campaign's lawsuit, which sought an injunction that would stop the certification of the election in Pennsylvania. Most counties in the state are expected to certify their results on Monday. The Trump campaign argued that the Constitution's guarantee of equal protection under the law was violated Mm -hmm. by the state when countries took different measures to inform voters of technical issues that arose with the unprecedented number of mail-in ballots. Now, I also read where someone else had wrote, uh, Third Circuit has granted our appeal, and we've already had one case from Pennsylvania pending before SCOTUS. And then someone else had also posted as a good reminder that Bush lost all his cases in the lower courts before it was searched to the Supreme Court. The media projected Al Gore to be president. Dear everyone, Dirty Dirty Bush became president, right? Dirty Bird Bush. Mm-hmm. And who I actually like. Well, yeah. And then one more well, thing you know, that I wanted to bring, bring up that they're going to be throwing a fit about is uh, this was brought to everybody's attention that when you know they're saying that the recounts uh the signatures matter right and they were showing a uh uh paper that had the votes for when Barack Obama was running in Chicago and Illinois and he went and challenged it and had them go back and do the signatures and just about all of the people the four people he was running against got thrown out almost all their votes so he won you know so they've been using that against us by throwing away stuff so we'll see how this works you know but these are some of the things that are going to really make the left go psycho depending on what the Supreme Court says too and then we have this Georgia thing going on now what I'm hearing about Georgia is I'm hearing that uh, besides what Sidney Powell said I'm also hearing that they're they're saying that they must somebody had to come up to, to Georgia governor and say look this is what we have on you this is what's going to happen. You're going to jail, you know. And now all of a sudden he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, we have to audit." You know, he's trying to change of heart, right? Because he's on, he is on the take, and he's the worst type of person because he is the one that pretended to back President Trump, and the whole time was working against him. Now, when the show first started, I played my intro, and I had a really cool clip that I put together about Sidney Powell and about this Georgia thing, which we really need to talk about because this is really big. But I'm going to meet everybody, and I'm going to play that again real quick because we are on the second half, and I'm going to redo the intro because I, I want you all to hear this because it's really cool. It took me about three hours to do, put this together, so I hope you all appreciate it. <laughs> so let me meet you all, and cool. I'll put this on, okay? It's just right. a couple of minutes, so if you want to grab a coffee. Cool. They call us deplorable And we love Release the Kraken Let me ask you about the state of Georgia Obviously yesterday, you know, the governor there He um, certified the election for Joe Biden It's about 12,000 votes And what you see 
Will Georgia switch? Yeah, that's a total farce. Uh, Georgia's probably going to be the first state I'm going to blow up. And I'm going to pull the whole thing down. I'm going to bring the whole fucking diseased, corrupt temple down on your head. And, uh, Mr. Kemp and the Secretary of State need to go with it because they're in on the Dominion scam with their last-minute purchase or award of a contract to Dominion of $100 million dollars. The State Bureau of Investigation for Georgia ought to be looking into the financial benefits received by Mr. Kemp and and uh, the Secretary of State's family about that time. I'm going to pull the whole thing down. I'm going to bring the whole fucking diseased, corrupt temple down on your head. And another benefit Dominion was created to award is what I would call election insurance. That's why Hugo Chavez had it created in the first place. But I also wonder where he got the technology, where it actually came from. Release the Kraken! Because I think it's hammer and scorecard. Release the Kraken! From the CIA. Release the Kraken! Just to clarify, you're saying that Governor Kemp, who's been a longtime ally of the president, is, a, is directly involved because of financial benefit in the conspiracy to defeat the president in Georgia? Release the Kraken. We have certainly been told that there is evidence of that and it would warrant an investigation if anybody were actually going to do an honest investigation. What more could you tell us about that alleged conspiracy? Is the governor's involved? I can't. Yeah, I can't give you any more details on that now, but it would certainly warrant an investigation. George, if it had been reported to me as a law enforcement officer, I would be investigating it steadfastly. You, you know, I know you say you, you want to do your arguing in court. You are an attorney. You're not a press secretary. But you all did have a press conference last week. Jordan Sekulow said that there's going to be a filing soon in Georgia that would be explosive. Can you tell us anything? Can you make some news with us here tonight? Tell us anything new that you're going to present in that filing in Georgia. Well, I'm, I, I can't say that yet. But hopefully this week we will we will get it ready to file. Sydney, what's and it, it will it will be biblical. I'm going to pull the whole thing down. I'm going to bring the whole fucking diseased, corrupt temple down on your head. It's going to be biblical. And it it will it will be biblical. So, <laughs> awesome. greater way. <laughs> that was awesome. Sorry. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? But I wanted to really bring out what she's actually saying, you know? So this is the yeah. CIA, right? Yeah. And it's going to be biblical. And she's doing all these QAnon stuff, too. I mean, Q stuff. In case you don't know, this biblical stuff originally came from, and that clip that I just played came from Q. A lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. So, he's been saying that it was going to be biblical. And uh, she's just been saying a lot of stuff that uh, he, that he says. Uh, somebody posted today. Uh, Trump hasn't uh, talked to reporters in 17 days, and it's of all the stuff for her to respond to, she picked the 17, and she responded to that one. And she said he doesn't have to. He's already uh, let uh, released the Kraken. Now he just has to uh, eat some popcorn and enjoy the show. And that's what she always says. We have everything. Enjoy the show. You know. 
You're the calm within yeah. the storm. Just sit back, enjoy the show, you know. But I still think yeah. that we need to pray and be vigilant because I do think there's going to be fallout and a lot of mayhem and a oh, lot yeah. of uh, people are probably going to get hurt. But I do think that these – I think that there's – I think there's a rest happening. Um, uh, we've been watching this uh, military aircraft in the sky, and it really looks like people are being arrested, and I told – Everyone the other day that if I was Trump, I would come in with a multi-pronged attack and come in and just cut the heads of the snakes off all at once and just start picking them up. The, the people who are paying them, that are organizing them, you know, without them, they're kind of chaotic, right? I mean, if you watch a vampire movie, right, and you want to – it's probably a bad analogy, but <laughs> it's a good way to work. Yeah. And you want to – you get bit by the vampire. The only way to get cured is what? To kill, you got to kill the lead vampire, the head vampire, right? The head, the head vampire. Off the snake. I mean, everywhere that, you that is the main guy. It's so it's the same not, thing with war. Not, Go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, what I was going to say, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, everybody that's listening worldwide, let's forget who has been just suspiciously quiet and uh, low profile lately, who is. Uh, <laughs> the one guy they wanted discredited and sent to prison to keep him out of this fight. And that's America's General Flynn. And he hasn't been quiet. General... What are you talking about? He's been all over Twitter. He's been psycho. <laughs> I don't know what you're uh, talking about. Well, I, <laughs> Have you looked at Twitter today? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't do Twitter anymore. Uh, I just I got completely away from that and stuff. Uh, I'm on Parlor now, and the support there for our president is unbelievable. I appreciate and I love. I, I mean this from the heart. I appreciate and I love all of you who have had the uh, stamina or the cool headedness or however you want to look at it. To uh, stay on Twitter Uh, God bless y'all Y'all are doing a great job But uh, uh, that was causing me To lose my mind over there And uh, I just I got away from Twitter Uh, uh, I'm on Parlor now That's where you find most of my stuff And my thoughts Uh, And uh, bless y'all That are still over there fighting the fight I love you guys And uh, keep up the good work let me uh, tell you what yeah. Trump, he said. He said, uh, he said uh, at Tucker Carlson, you're not being genuine on how you represented yourself to Sidney Powell. Why are you acting like a bell ringer and not like a real journalist, as uh, Denise DeSoja highlights in his outstanding video below, Seeking, Seek Truth, Not Vengeance? And then somebody asked him on one tweet, uh, I don't have a copy of it, but they said, would you want to be in a foxhole uh, next to Tucker and General Flynn says no. <laughs> he actually put no on there. I died laughing when I saw that. And then he also put uh, he uh, let me see. Hang on, just one other one I wanted to read to you. Uh, that was great though. He says instead of being a bell ringer, he says, "Come on, at Tar- Tucker Carlson, you're still not being genuine." Sydney Powell is slaying dragons with her small team, and used to sit on high and pontiff. I can't even say word. Go do some street journalism and ask tough questions yourself. Why the hell not? <laughs> oh, he's just like going off. And then he got mad because uh, Sidney Powell got taken off 
12 hours. And then he came on just to let everybody know that uh, Sydney, uh, this is her, what she put out, and that she agrees with what the Trump team says and went ahead and shared her website, which I've showed y'all several times now. So, yeah, he's been actually pretty vocal. Uh, he says uh, – he retweeted this one tweet, and he says, God bless you, uh, Tracy Beans. Patriots are fed up, and I'm certain that digital soldiers will help accomplish your task. Calling all digital patriots, we need your help. We need you to scour through the internet and socials. Please archive and send all videos, threads, analysis done by fellow hashtag digital soldiers in regards to voter fraud and send it to the evidence info at prontomail.com. So essentially general – Glenn has called out to his army, which are Anons, because he's Q, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, they're trying to say that Ezra's Q, but Ezra is Flynn's protege. You see what I'm saying? I've always said that. Yeah. I thought that Flynn was true, and I think that's starting to be shown that it's true. They're actually saying that Barr is trying to go out after Ezra for being Q with all this stuff going on. And if he starts going after Q instead of getting Hunter Biden or something, I swear I'm going to be protesting and everything else. Yeah, me and too. And you know, we just got to pray. We got to pray, pray, pray because we have a good plan. We have mm-hmm. a good chance of this working out. We have a good chance of stopping these idiots from their uh, stuff. But uh, if this doesn't work, if God help us, but if this doesn't work, it will be bullets. I mean, we have to fight. We will be in a war. It's going to be a yeah. real war against China. Well, Against well, China. exactly. Well, exactly. What most people don't realize, are uh, maybe they're still in denial over. Uh, and thank God it isn't uh, uh, the people who support our president. The majority of them are wide awake, and they've absolutely had enough. But uh, there's still a lot of people out there that think that, well, you know, if we just give it to Biden, this will all go quietly away. Uh, no, <laughs> it will not, uh, because the first thing they're going to do is they're going to go after our president and try to destroy him. Uh, they're coming for you, me, uh, AOC, and her mm-hmm. accountability list. Uh, that is something straight out of uh, dictatorships and communism, if they're... Uh, Ever was anything uh, that was said along those lines in America. And this is a Congress uh, uh, representative saying these things. Uh, same thing with uh, Nancy Pelosi. And then you had uh, Kamala on the uh, Ellen uh, DeGeneres show the other day. And, mm-hmm. you know, they were doing their little happy questions and all that kind of stuff. And uh, uh, she asked, uh, I guess it was a question from the audience or whatever. She was reading them off cards. And she asked uh, Kamala, uh, who would you rather be stuck on an elevator with, uh, Trump, Pence, or Jeff Sessions? And what did the uh, Democratic uh, vice president uh, candidate say? Uh do we both have to walk out of there insinuating that she would kill one of them? I mean, these are the people that are preaching <laughs> unity to you, you know? And I'm telling yeah. you right now, when we win this battle, and I believe heart and soul that we will, and that's why I'm telling everybody just to right now be calm, be calm, pray, keep your heads on a swivel, uh, you know, uh, the time for preparations has passed if you're not there. Uh, uh, 
you know, I don't know what to tell you on that. Uh, Anne's a lot better uh, at that part of it than I am. She's one of the best uh, naturalist uh, survival uh, people mm-hmm. out there. Uh, her stuff is very, True. very impressive. And, uh, you know, they're going to call in the U.N. said this and that. It, and is 100% right. You know, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be very, very ugly. So let's just uh, uh, keep our heads on the swivel, stand strong, stand in unison, uh, pray, and uh, uh, we will not uh, we will not go quietly into the uh, night. Uh, we will not live on bended knee before any man or organization and. You know, uh, it's going it's to come one way or another because the U.N. wants nothing better to roll in here. And uh, I, I think it was a while back, but uh, I think it was Ann that pointed out, you know, the uh, U.N. agenda 21, the United States was supposed mm-hmm. to be turned over to the New World Order by the year 2021. And here mm-hmm. we are, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Exactly, and uh, but but we're stopping them. We're going to stop them. Yes, we will. And you know, I just want to throw this in real quick, and and it pisses people off. But I, you know, when have I ever gave a damn, right? So (laughs) we were ready. All my friends are like, "Oh, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. We're we're it's coming. You know, this is it." But I'm like, "Well, wait a minute." (laughs) I'm like, "Look." When, and you have to remember that I, I'm a researcher. <laughs> it's real analytical, right? But I do get some good yeah. things. Watch my videos. You know I'm a researcher, right? I'm like, look, have you actually read the Bible? Have you read the Old Testament? Because the Old Testament, you know, future proofs past, you know. So you have to leave the past. The Bible's rule. It always kind of does the same thing all the way through, you know. And so in the Old Testament, he would love – God would love Israel, and Israel would love God. And they, it was just like a big Trump rally. They're like, oh, I love God. You know, you're just, yeah, we love you, God. And then a little while would go on, and they'd start getting a little forget about God. And then they'd start doing their own mm-hmm. thing. Next thing you know, they're building like golden cows or something, you know, going back to their heathen ways. Then pretty soon they're <laughs> worshiping other gods, and they forget all about God. And then, you know, the whole time they, they liked God, God kept them victorious, and they won battles. They won battles. They were great. They prospered. Right. But as they started turning their back on God, God got pissed off. Because guess what? Right. In the Old Testament, God was a pissy God, okay? And he got mad, all right? He said, I'm a jealous God, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was a vengeful yes. God, right? And so he got pissed off, and he said, you know, I'm turning my back on you to hell with you. I'm done with you, you know? So whatever. So then they got defeated, and they got put in chains, and everything was destroyed in their life. They lost everything like a drug addict, you know? They're the same eventual path. <laughs> they lose everything, right? And so they finally get broken, and they get down on their knees, and they're like, oh, God, you know, and they truly repent, not just start crying out for God, but they truly repent. That's the secret, truly repent. And they put on sackcloth, and they get ashes, they put ashes on their head, they rant, and they tear their clothes, repenting to God until God's finally like, okay, you've repented enough. You you showed me that you care. I love you again. I mean, I always loved you, but now that you love me, I love you too, you know. No, I'm no, no, I mean, God always loved them, but you know what I'm saying. He said, I'm not going to turn my back on you, please. So he quits turning his back on them, and then they, again, once more, begin love, love, love God, and they 
begin to be prosperous, and he gives them another chance, and they defeat their enemies. Now, this happens time after time after time after time in the Bible. So why can't us as a nation, why does it have to be the apocrypha? Why does it have to be the end of the world? Why can't we just be like those nations who have seen our, the errors of our ways and have repented, and now we love God like a big giant Trump rally, which we do, you know, and we're sorry, and we're trying to fix things, and we're trying to get these bad people. We're trying to, like, basically tear down these temples like like Josiah, like King Josiah did, which God loves mm-hmm. Josiah for this. We're trying to do like Josiah did and tear down these these uh strongholds of the devil and actually fight lucifer himself so why can't we be like the ones in the old testament and god doesn't turn his back on us he turns back to us and embraces us and blesses us and lets us be prosperous and i mean isn't that a possibility why does it have to be the end of the world i mean how the heck does everyone even know if there is really the end of the world because the bible says nobody really knows right well right. I mean, i'm kind of an optimist I, i'm kind of an optimist it, here you know <laughs> Yeah, it's it's true, you know. I mean, we can make a difference. We can repent as a nation. We can, you know, repent individually. We can, you know, preach the love of Jesus. We can bring people and love people into the kingdom as, um, you know, uh, Jesus has asked us to. That's our great commission. Um, you know, it says in Matthew, um, go and tell, okay, and bring people, make disciples of all men. And basically, that's our our job description is to tell people about Jesus. And it's their individual choices that make that happen or not, you know. So as long as we're doing that and, you know, showing the love of Jesus, then, you know, our job is is being fulfilled. And um, really, you can can tell people about uh, God and you can, people can talk and talk and talk, but if you're not showing it, you know, it really doesn't matter much and as as also as patriots and as um trump supporters as uh constitutionalists as american citizens um showing our uh you know the american way and showing our love for our country and what it means to be an american in our hearts and minds, showing that love of country to um, real newcomer Americans, because I've met wonderful people that I've brought to their um, uh, new citizenship ceremonies, and uh, I've done several with several immigrants, and they are they have been wonderful, and. To do that, that to me is the American way and, um, you know, showing the love of Jesus in the midst of that. That's how America is great in my eyes. And if we just show people that way of life, 
I think that is is um, the way to help people not only repent, but to bring them to the Lord and to bring them to the American way of life. Anyway, and that's my two cents. <laughs> and I think Victoria made a very valid point there. You know, and I was fortunate enough to uh, have a pastor in my life uh, who was truly, truly uh, living for the Lord, a true man of God. Uh, I sat and had long talks with him, uh, especially when I first uh, came into it, and the man was unshockable. Let me put it to you like that. He never judged <laughs> me or anything. But the point that I think Victoria made that is very important, you know, uh, I think it, I think it's been overplayed about the meekness and all this and that and one thing or another. You know, we're supposed to stand against evil, pray on it, and it's necessary mm-hmm. to see it. That's how we became America, okay? But the point mm-hmm. that really impressed me and my view on it is pretty much what Victoria said. It, you have to live your life in a manner that you represent your God, first of all, but your country, uh, uh, our way of life, capitalism, work and stuff. You have to live your life in a mm-hmm. manner where the people that are watching you and saying that oh, they're saying to themselves, man, I want some of that. What is that? You know, and then you have open dialogue there, you know, for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it. You know, live your life in a manner to where the people who are on the border edge or whatever are looking at you going, mm-hmm. man, I want some of that peace. I want some of what he's got. I want some of what she's yeah. got. And I'm not talking about financial or uh, material things, yeah. but. They they want some of that spirit within you. They want that peace. They want that uh, yeah. uh, uh, happiness, whatever you want to call it, that comes with that. You know, and at yeah. the same time, uh, there are very few, in my opinion, and I'm sure I'm going to step on some toes here, but there are very few real men of God out there in these churches. Most of them are motivational yeah. speakers. They're going to say whatever they need mm-hmm. to say to fill the mega churches day after day. Uh, they don't, you know, teach yeah. on the word as it was written, and that's a really yeah. sad thing because their tax exempt status has become more important to them than mm-hmm. their actual mission from God. And that's my humble opinion. But I, course. I think the, I think the most important point though is that people need to understand that nobody's perfect. Everybody's an idiot, okay? We make big mistakes, okay? And that our 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 existence is determined by the mistakes we make and the... Uh, the things we do to correct those mistakes, you know? I mean, we all make mistakes. How do we deal with them? How do we deal with them? Do we just brush them off and just say, like, uh, 
Andrew Cuomo. I didn't make a mistake. What's the matter with you? <laughs> you know? <laughs> or uh, do we do we sincerely think about our actions? Do we try not to do them again? Do we apologize? Do we show that we're trying harder? Okay, so that people understand that, you know what, hey, they're they're Christians, they made a mistake, and they're really trying not to do it again. I mean, because nobody's perfect. And this lie from Satan, from the pit of hell, that says that Christians are supposed to be perfect is what's killing the whole gig for us Christians. You know, because that is one heck of a lie. And so, you know, people throw that at us Christians. Well, you're supposed to be perfect and blah, 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 blah. You did this, you did that, you're a hypocrite, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, no, I'm just as big an idiot as you are, okay? And I, and I own it. Yeah. I own it. <laughs> well, you know, and, <laughs> well, you know, and yes, I think... Uh, uh, and I think one of the words is uh as Christianity goes that has been abused uh beyond uh, any form of its uh definition or whatever is tolerance. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. yes, we are to be tolerant stuff uh to be tolerant, uh to pray, you know, whatever have that. But that does not mean mm-hmm that you have to accept evil because right. you have somebody saying it. over there, well, you know, it's this right, it's that right, you know. Uh, if you don't believe in killing babies uh, after they're born, you're intolerant. It's, no, I'm not intolerant, but I stand on my God's word. Yeah, believe me, I'm one of the most imperfect mm-hmm. people you will ever meet in your life. Uh, I'm not <laughs> Me afraid too. to say that uh, I make King David look like a saint, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, there's nothing wrong, and I think that's where the whole thing shifted in the wrong direction because mm-hmm. you know we're we're called to be lions. Okay. Uh, you are a lion. You are a lion, you know, Russell. You, Russell is the most <laughs> badass vet that I ever met. He's the most awesome militia. Uh, tra- he's the one who trained me in militia, and I think I'm pretty good at militia. Really? And I didn't, I didn't know anything, awesome. so Russell got me when I was just green. And uh, and he taught me good, too, because I, I started passing a lot of people uh, by, to be honest with you. Russell taught wow. me good. I was like a baby. I was like a little baby, and I was like a protege, wasn't I, Russell? <laughs> I did really yeah, good. Wow. Well, definitely true, man. But she had she had the heart of a warrior, and she wanted to yeah. learn it because she, she knew it was important. And we've all got to understand that, you know, uh, love, mm-hmm. pray for people, do the best you can to reach out to them. But when it comes to that point to where evil is going to overcome you or uh, – Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, cause harm to you, uh, uh, you know, your loved ones, uh, or even those who wish to defy and take my God out of everything. I will stand for my God, and I will fight for him like I will for you or Anne 
Oh, yeah. People in my life, you know. I'm not afraid of battle. I do not want No, to. he's not. He's a, he was a Marine in active battle. And Russell, you know, oh, I mean, hey, hey, uh, you remember John, uh, Captain John Parker at Lexington, Massachusetts in 1775? Yes. Stand your ground. Don't fire unless fired upon. But if they mean to have a war, then let it begin here. <laughs> Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, right? Yeah. Uh, if trouble Russell, may come. Yes, ma'am. Russell, thank you so much for your service and sacrifice yes. for me and my family. God bless you so much. And um, my husband was in the Air Force, and uh, my father-in-law, who I'm taking care of right now, was in the Army, and his wife was in the Navy. <laughs> and actually, my my father-in-law was um, uh, in MacArthur's Honor Guard um, during World War II, and uh, he uh, he just survived COVID at 92. <laughs> that is and God so bless awesome. Him. <laughs> yeah, and so I my dad was in World War II along with his dad. Um, and I, we live in a military town and I just, I love my veterans so much. And I just want to say thank you. God bless you. That's what, whenever I thought, you know, these people really want Joe Biden to be president. And one of my first thoughts was about the veterans. Like what, I mean, this would be so tragic for the veterans (laughs) to be under Joe Biden after everything that Finally, have a president. I know my friends that were vet, and we appreciate your whole family serving, also U.S. as well. But uh, I mean, our vets were literally dying under the Biden Obama thing, and Trump came in and saved our vets. And can you imagine how bad our yeah. vets would suffer under Biden and our farmers? You know, I mean, then think of all the babies that would die at abortions. I mean, this is just, you know, this is so evil. And to see our, they wanted, they wanted our vets to die. They wanted our. They didn't give a shit. They hated our vets. Let's just put it out yeah. there. Abala hated our vets, and so does Biden. There's a video of him when he's talking to the uh, army or navy or somebody, and right in the middle of the yeah. are clapping and stuff, and he's like, "You stupid son of a bitches" or something like that, you know, like MS yeah. or something. I just wanted to. Just yeah, yeah, he had he had said. Um, he was talking to them, and there was a. Uh, general or something who had just gotten a uh a transfer or a uh you know a jump up in rank and he was the new head of this particular base or whatever something like that and um and uh he was in the middle of a speech and I mean it didn't even sound like he was finished with the sentence okay and then he says well you should clap for that you stupid sons of bitches that's what he said. And it was supposed to be a joke or something, but I didn't get it. You know, he said he was supposed to be joking. It was weird. Wow. Well, you know, uh, you get so much of that, and, and you come to think of it, and... You know, as, as, as your family and those who serve before us and will serve after us goes and stuff like that. Trump, I forget the exact number to be honest with you, but out of all out of since our formation in seventeen 
1776. Uh, this country has been at war somewhere, somehow, for all but like 40 years of our existence, okay? And the one thing I love most about President Trump was, you know, we are not the world policemen. We're going to bring our boys home. Now, there is a time to fight, and there's work that must be done, and there's special units that are designated, you know, to do that kind of stuff. But Trump is not beholding to the industrial military complex, okay? And some of these guys out there are, and uh, that's I think that's where the biggest part of, uh, I think, that's the biggest part of some of these elitists that are pushing against Trump. Trump came in, rebuilt our military, did so much for us veterans, uh, uh, reforming the VA. Uh, it's still got a ways to go, but it's much better than it was uh, four years ago. And, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, he spent billions and billions of dollars rebuilding our military, which was absolutely necessary. But, you know, he said, we're not going to fight everybody's war. It's not our job. This country needs to defend ourselves. And I absolutely love the man for that. But where the rub comes in is, oh, they initially loved him. They got to build all this new equipment and stuff like that. But since we're not fighting wars in six different countries right now and stuff, that stuff's not getting blown up. It's not getting destroyed. Our young men and women aren't being mm-hmm. killed. And they don't get to replace that stuff. So the uh, stockholders are very unhappy with President Trump, you know. Right. And people don't, <laughs> and people don't see the big money in the, all this kind of stuff. And uh, I'm just, that's one of the reasons that, and I'll, I'll confess to you, Anne was well aware of this, I was during the uh, primary uh, of 2016 and stuff like that. I was about anti-Trump as a human being could be. I said, "There's no <laughs> way this country needs some New York." I was surrounded by him. all my militia, all my militia head <laughs> crew. I was, I was like, I was so unpopular. I was so unpopular. That was horrible. But, yes, go ahead, Russell. But, but I watched uh, I watched President Trump. I watched his action. I watched what he did. I watched what he fought for. Uh, I watched him refuse to cow down against all the pressure, heat, false charges, uh, uh, the coup that was run against him. He never backed down. He kept all the promises that he could humanly keep uh uh, under the circumstances in which he spent his first four years. And I tell you what, uh, he won me over probably within about a year. And uh, I honestly believe from my heart that uh, uh, God put him there as a chance for the American people to stand up and bring us back to one nation under God, uh, get our ducks in a row, and be the country we were meant to be under his divine providence and I don't think there's ever been a better president in the history of our country. Amen. 
And I'm proud of you, brother. Coming to the dark, coming from the dark side. (laughs) 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 And you know, and speaking of Ted Cruz, uh, uh, this is kind of crazy, but when President Trump was in the uh, uh, primaries, he actually shared one of my videos on Facebook, and boy, I blew up after that. But the other day, I was, you know, they scrubbed all my stuff. They shadow banned me and everything, and then they scrubbed all my stuff on Facebook, all my viral videos. And I was looking through Google to see what was under my name, and I found a neat little article that said uh, about a viral video. And I clicked on it. And I was like, Oh my God, that's that's Ivanka and I, when Ivanka was a little baby. And we were actually talking about Ted Cruz, and it was that same one that it, that's what they were talking about that he had re, uh, reposted. And uh, what I did was I kind of appealed to everybody. He told everybody I used to be a, a Ted Cruz supporter, but why I was supporting Donald Trump and not. Ted Cruz, and since you know it's kind of like Ted Cruz is like a little, in my opinion, like a like a little snotty dose boy, and then President Trump spanked him around a little bit, and then he grew up a whole lot, and he's been doing a very outstanding job. I've been real proud of Ted Cruz, but the same issues that I had in the primary, the same issues I'm going to have again, and that's going to be wires record seal because we're not going to go through another president ever again with sealed records, and we, we're mm-hmm. going to find out why during the primary city right in the Air Force One with President Obama and Michelle Obama and his wife to Dallas and his connections with the Goldman Sachs and this weird church that he's a member of. So there's still a lot of questions that I want to have answered before I'm going to endorse him, but I'm really proud of the job that he's been doing and the support that he's given our beloved president. He's made me, as a Texan, real proud that he's been doing it, appearing to do a cellular job representing us, but he's still going to have to He's going to have to do something about that before he's going to ever get my support. I'm not going to support anyone with sealed records. Exactly. We learned our lesson with Obama, exactly. and that could never happen again. Agreed. Well, I just draw the line. Question. Well, you know, the $64 question is why haven't those records ever been unsealed? Uh, but, you know, I'm not going to get into that. Uh, I think uh, Obama was the biggest fraud ever perpetrated. Yes. Uh, and that's gonna, I think oh, that's yeah. going to be exposed. Don't forget that Trump was the very first birther, offering <laughs> millions of dollars. Remember that? And he just now showed a tweet from 2012 where he was saying that Obama was stealing Romney's votes, that, that, that it was rigged. You know, <laughs> He knew then. He is owned to Obama, you know? He was on that birthday yeah. that he's always known, and he's had a hard on for Obama. Make no mistake, he's going after Obama. He is going Obama's after Obama. Obama's brother is after Obama. <laughs> I love yeah. Obama's brother, Malik. Oh, my gosh, he's epic. It says that the first <laughs> arrest will cause shockwaves. And the only thing that I could think that would cause shockwaves would be Barack Obama. That shockwave. Yep. Yeah, because I do. I think, and I would tend to agree with that. Uh, unless it's Biden himself or it's China corruption. Right. Okay. So take yourself out for a minute, Russell, out of your no emotions, and just go into your uh, strategy. Okay. Just go into your general mode. Okay. All right. So you have to. You want to arrest this high-profile figure. But you know if you do this at the riots and things are going to be absolutely crazy and people are going to be uprising and it could be violent and it could be collateral loss. So you don't want collateral – you don't want death. And so what if you wait 
until when they're already going to rise up. You already know they're going to rise up. You already know that when you're declared president that they're going to rise up, that they have the forces we've been talking about, the infiltrators, the extra forces, the Antifa, the Black Lives Matter, and other, other communist groups. You already know they're going to rise anyways. So you come in, you special forces, and mingle them all in with these national guards, and then you maneuver your troops all around the country because they're going to be setting up a vaccine. And then you go in and you take out the head players in a swift, decisive, decisive move, boom, and leave the followers staggered, and then maybe take out some of those, uh, you know, initial uh, hives that they have. But uh, wouldn't you arrest this person at that time? So that whenever they strike, they're already using their whole entire force rather than break it into several different small battles that could have more collateral loss, to t- uh, make your t- uh, troops tired and have to switch them out, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, so don't you think that uh, it's just maybe just arrest Obama during the – when it's announced he's president? Oh, I would agree with that. I would agree with that 100%. Uh that would be uh, the best tactical move you could make because uh, it's already reached the boiling point. It's boiling over, so that's when you strike. Uh, you have your people ready to roll and move. And uh, a lot of people laugh at me and stuff like that. But I think that President Trump has the biggest standing army in the world probably 20 times over and that's just his supporters who are ready to make sure that this country does not go down the wrong road well he's got 80 million of us (laughs) and he kept his arm yep he kept his arm now one more thing the you know it looked like there might have been Maybe some high-value targets picked up, you know, by the military operations that we're seeing. I noticed uh, watching this military operations, Russell, had to calm you down some because you were kind of a lot more fired up until you saw that. And then you were like, I could tell. You didn't say it, but you were like, yeah, something's getting done because you know that's unprecedented because immediately you calmed down after you saw that, you know. Like you were about ready to explode, and then you were like, oh, I got this, you know. But do you think that Trump uh, – don't you think that he would have made a better strategical move had he went ahead and went in and took out Millie and, and Mad Dog? Because Mad Dog's turned into deep state. We see this now. What a disappointment. He was – we were – I was so excited about yeah. him. All my friends are Marines. But Mad Dog turned into a dog, okay? Let's just admit it. He did. And Millie is a dick, all right? So they're in on this coup. So he should go in and take them out. Like, couldn't they just go in quite, with the military? Could just go in and arrest them in the military and take them straight in, and no one would ever know. Is that right, Russell? Uh, absolutely. And one thing y'all have to remember about Bad uh, Dog or Chaos, as he called him, is that he. And I didn't, and honestly, I don't know why. It was definitely a uh, failure on my part to to analyze the whole situation. But he is owned wholeheartedly by the industrial military complex. They own him. He has been their boy for decades, okay? 
And when I woke up to the fact was, hey, this guy's serious about pulling our troops and bringing our boys and girls home and not getting involved in the every sticky situation that comes along, that's when the INC turned on him, and that's when uh, Mad Dog turned on him. And I think if people look through that and uh, go back and do a little research, you'll find I'm probably right. And you know what's really disappointing was the McChrystal. I mean, I love McChrystal. And Flynn, if you read his book, Field of Flights, he worked with McChrystal very closely for many years, and he respected him uh, so much. And then to see McChrystal being such a libtard is really shocking, you know. But he is too. So, I mean, I don't know what the hell. I guess I just never saw that, but I didn't even know McChrystal was a Democrat, you know. But, yeah, so was Flynn. Flynn was actually a Democrat. Did you know that? And you know, uh, I, no. I, was, I was a Democrat before, and so was Trump. So you don't hate us, you know. We learned. Well, yeah, <laughs> me too. Back in the day. Well, you know, and 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 just remember, you have to wonder what our intelligence agency had on some of these people, because if you seriously think about it, uh, what the CIA does, and contrary to what the American people see and believe. They don't collect a whole lot of data. That's the NSA. They collect people Mm -hmm. that they can use uh, for their uh, agenda, right? So, you know, anytime something like that happens, when you see a 180 or something like that, the first question that should pop into your mind is, what do they have on this guy or this girl or whatever the case may be? Right. And... I can, I can find. Well, I, I better not go there. I'm not going to divulge any of that. But let's just say that uh, I'm very confident in what I just said. Mhm. Yeah, I agree with that. So well, this has been a good show. Well, I appreciate right. y'all calling in. I mean, I was sketching out when I was on the show all by myself, but I think I did okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, I'm on this worldwide all by myself. And then I uh, apparently when the show first started, uh, my mic was – I was wondering why Gunny didn't call me earlier. He didn't call me earlier for a sound check, so I didn't get a sound check, so nobody called in. And so then uh, I finally – my husband came in and told me that I was cutting out really bad. So I had to call in on my phone, but I don't know what's going on with my equipment. I have a brand new expensive computer and two really nice mics, so I don't know. I don't understand why I'm having all these problems, but uh, it's not like I don't have the equipment. Oh, and I am going to be on an interview, uh, the Global Watchman on YouTube. So Global Watchman, and it's a it's a pretty big show. Uh, they're they had a huge channel, and they got purged uh, last month. And it was a pretty big channel, but they had a smaller – yeah, I meant they probably had like 50,000 followers. You know, it was a pretty big show, and they're always – they're huge followers of my videos. And, uh, of course, Lori and I have been doing radio. She's a real-life friend as well as colleague. We've uh, been doing radio together for, gosh, I don't know, since 2015 probably. And uh, anyways, because they're going to interview me. They always interview me after my shows. They just love my work. And, uh, of course, all my work, if you start with a China video – and then I've got a couple of videos just right there that are not part of the series, but if you jump all the way up to the 
uh, Long Beach, the one about the uh, watch the water, and just go all the way down from the oldest to the newest. They actually go in order, and they all kind of build up on each other. It's all around this one area in Los Angeles and California, and it's a really good set of uh, videos. Cover some very interesting topics, and this last one I just did, it was really oh my god, it was so much hard work, but it's a uh, oh it's 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 pretty explosive. It was it's pretty explosive. It was it was really it was great. I, I enjoyed it. I truly did. I think that you know, no matter where you look at, you're not really going to see anybody else uh, say that this particular group I was talking about worships the God that I put that they did. But you saw my analogy of it, and it's actually pretty good, you know. And so uh, I, I really studied that a whole lot to be able to kind of figure out which god they serve, which is it's called Cernunus, who's the horned god. But he's the god of the witches, and it's that a lot of people don't understand this. These secret societies are, are involved in wizards and witchcraft. And so we're, we are up against the dark forces. And one thing she always talks about is we've got to pray, pray, pray. So all these we have all mm-hmm. these secret societies out there working to bring up you know, demons and and worshiping their God and bringing in these dark forces, and they're shutting mm-hmm. down our churches and telling us not to even sing loud, because this vibration, this prayer, this power counteracts theirs, and that's why Q's always saying you have to pray, you have to pray, you have to pray. And I never think I, I don't think I ever even understood until now how important this is in this war. And they don't yes. even want us to play our yeah. music, so I'm just going to start putting that Christian music on in the background and playing it all the time, you know. It helps oh yeah, it's, it's quite I effective. Thought, I'd bring all my extra mags, and I'd bring my combat knife and all that stuff. So why not do it for a spiritual work? You know, yeah. bring my mm-hmm. well, you know, and, and I don't, you know, and uh, I, you can put it on whatever you want to. And I, uh, I get a whole lot of flack because I call out weak Christian leadership a lot uh, for it and stuff, but. I really don't, and, and you know, sadly, uh, a lot of people that sit in the pews uh, on Sunday and stuff like that, uh, they're there, but, and I did a uh, sermon that got me kicked out of the school of ministry, uh, but uh, I walked out there and said that, I walked out there and said good morning to the congregation, and I said, you know what, most of y'all sitting over here in these seats, I said, y'all are all going to go to hell uh, because they don't have a relationship with Christ. And right. That's what it's about. Uh, I mean, Jesus called out the Pharisees, uh, and you have so much of that now. It is like Victoria said earlier. Uh, a lot of you people that are drawn to the face and are going, Yes, this could be the way. Uh, they get completely turned uh, off by uh, the judgmental people they run into in some of these places. And uh, that's not what the intention uh, was at all. But it has to be a relationship. Uh, I'm not big on organized religion. Uh, I'm really not. Uh, I spend my time every morning and every evening uh on my knees with my king, uh, and I pray for his guidance. Uh, I pray for our country, pray for the people around us. But uh, but I kind of got sidetracked a little bit there, forgive me. I don't think people really realize the magnitude 
of this battle going on right now. And I'm not talking uh, Democrats and Republicans, uh, you know, cowboys and communists or anything like that. I'm talking about this spiritual battle that is going on right now between good mm-hmm. and evil. And it is absolutely at a pitch point right now. I mean, uh, and, you know, Satan's got control of this planet right now and our country, you know, and, and I don't think people understand the magnitude of what's going on here and how important it is, you know. You may be the most badass warrior out there ready to rock and roll, but you know what? You better be on your knees praying too, because without God, we're not going to win this. And right. that's my two cents. And my opinion is five dollars and twenty cents will get you a couple. We of have fifty-six seconds, so I hate for you to have to get <laughs> cut off, Russell. But I got to cut you off because we're out of time. But thank you all uh, for calling in. In I, I don't know uh, how I managed to make it through that few minutes alone, but I did good. So I think I'm getting over my anxiety of being on the air, so I think these last few shows have been really good. So everybody, thank you for calling. Stay frosty. Keep your you know, gun near you because it could get rocky. And I'm going to play this cool little intro, but y'all don't hang up till it's over because y'all haven't heard it yet. It's our little wolf pal. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. 